Hello, my friends. It is your main man, Steve Krebs, here with the Eloquent Savage Podcast, brought to you by WeaponizedNutrition.com. Keep your eyes peeled. It's coming. And head on over to EloquentSavage.com. If you're not already a subscriber of the podcast, i got some special little gifts for you crazy bastards over there living that savage life. So, today's topic. Shut up, listen, then decide. So right now I have multiple coaches. I've always hired coaches. It's how I actually went from where I was at as a gym owner back in the day. Back in the day, I lived in upstate New York and I opened my own gym in 2007. Actually, it's a crazy story because my father actually had to put his auto body shop on the line so I could secure my loan for my first gym. And up to that point, I had not proven myself worthy of that act. I was a full-time partier with part-time jobs. So it's crazy to think about as I shift my mind back to that time, the, the risk that my father actually took on me. He must have seen something that, that other people couldn't see. And I know there was a lot of doubt. Other family members were like, well, I don't know what the hell you're doing. The crazy part is, is that shifted me and actually created a newfound confidence in myself. And what I realized is that before that, I'd been working for other people. Turns out I'm not a great employee. So I had this gym and, and I got after it. You know, I was in to- our town was, was ranked in Forbes as one of the top 10 worst places to own a business in Forbes magazine in 2012. And I started my gym in 2007. So I fought and scratched and clawed my way to make this thing work. It was a high performance, athlete performance facility. We, you know, we trained a lot of fat loss clients and we had a blast doing it. And it was successful. I made it work. And at that time, my, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, Bree, worked for me, and I was uh, pretty much a tyrant to work for. I was very hard on her. Now, it made her into an incredible trainer. If you have a wife, girlfriend, sister, any females in your life that need help, make sure you reach out to me because I'll put you in contact with Bree, who does some online training, uh, more in-person training. But she's incredible, and I was hard on her and at the time. I'm sure she wanted to throat punch me pretty much every other day. Could be every day. Because I didn't listen. I just pushed and when I get into this creative place in this hard driving place of creation and building I just I tend to just go into a little bit of a a closed off mode I put my blinders on and I just drive hard and the problem is, is that I don't see clearly I don't see out of my peripherals the problem with that is I don't see things that the people around me see the people that I trusted to bring on my teams I didn't trust them enough to let me know when I was about to screw up The crazy part is I continue to make the same mistakes because ego gets involved in this process. We, we've been taught that we need to have all the answers, just like I taught you guys on episode number 12 with quality questions, giving the answers, giving the answers, giving the answers. Well, if you're the boss, people are going to look to you. If you're a leader, people are going to look to you for answers. And on top of being able to ask the right questions, it's also being willing to listen to the people that you pay to give you insights and revelations. Now I bring experts into the mix. I bring experts into the mix and on my team. And if I don't trust them to do what they do best and I try to answer all their questions, I create massive problems. So that's where this revelation came today for you guys is shut up, listen, and then decide as a team, right? At the end of the day, it all falls on me. I'm the owner of this business. But if I fail, we all fail. 
And if I don't look at it like if I win, we all win, then there's a problem because I won't listen to the people that I bring onto the team and follow through on what I'm actually paying them for. That's their insight. That's their opinion. And if I show up like a tyrant in straight ego mode, I will miss the signs. I will not listen. I will avoid the crucial conversations and create chaos instead of clarity inside of my business. Now, at the end of the day, you're just like me. We're in business because we want to help people, but let's be real. We want to make money. Without profits, we can't help people. And without driving purpose behind our profits, there's no way anybody's going to win. And if the people on your team, now this could be applied to your family, and your business, if they don't feel like they're a part of the equation, if they don't feel like they're a part of the win or the victory, if you don't let them know what happens to your mind or psyche when you lose, you're going to feel alone and they're going to feel disconnected. It's something that I've dealt with my entire life because I tend to put it all on my back. It's like beast mode. Put the team on my back. And when you do that, what happens? It's like trying to carry a big-ass log on your back by yourself. It doesn't work. When I went back through Warrior Week 37 as a student again this past June, we did some log PT. And I was the captain of one team. And then on the other team, the captain was a guy that played Division I football. He was an offensive lineman for a Division I football team. And our team was smaller and weaker, but we kicked the shit out of their team in the drills. And the reason behind that was is the communication factor, and I let each guy carry their own weight on the log. Now, on the other side, this guy was trying to save the day and almost carry all the log on his own. What we fail to realize when we play alone like that, we're actually screwing everyone else on our team. So we need to stop, listen, and then decide based on all the intel, all the information. It's creating space. Right? It's kind of like inside of an argument. Do you want to win the argument or do you want to get what you want? In business, do you want to be right or do you want to get what you want? And there's times where people on my team, I have a guy named Tomaj who does design. I have a, my guy Stefano who's on my team who does all the marketing. We're launching a, a marketing arm of Eloquent Savage very soon. We're going to build funnels and branding and social media and run your Facebook ads. I and mean, this kid is a machine. But if I don't let them feel power, if I don't empower them, if I don't let them tell me what they feel, if I don't listen to them on their area of expertise, this team is going to fail. It will fail because my ego will start to feel like I need to make all the decisions and have all the answers, which is fucking impossible. It's impossible. And yet we all do this because we've been taught and socialized into thinking that if you're the boss, then you have all the answers. If you're the leader, you have all the answers. That's like, that's like guessing that Donald Trump has all the answers because he was elected president. And I think we all know there's not a person alive that has all the answers. Whatever you feel about politics, right, left, in between, I'm on the uncommon sense party. If there was a box to check the uncommon sense party, I'll check that box because there's no such thing as common sense. Look at what's happening in the world today. It's goddamn crazy. People are more connected technologically, but more disconnected physically and emotionally from each other. We have, we're alive in the best time period to ever be alive, ever, yet there's more problems. People shooting up concerts, people shooting up subways, people blowing shit up, and it's just goddamn chaos. Because people aren't connected. And this is part of the equation inside of being a leader, a team leader, a family leader, a spiritual leader. 
a leader inside of a physical event. Number one, you can't ask people to do what you're not willing to do yourself. Number two, if somebody doesn't feel heard, they don't feel like they have a voice, then everybody loses because they're going to start sabotaging the team. Everyone wants to be heard. Everybody loves the sound of their own name. And I know inside of my relationship, when I don't listen to Brie, there's problems. Period. And that's on me. So at times in our life, we have to learn and expand and grow. And the failures and the mistakes are what allow us to learn. When I show up like a tyrant, we all lose. When I show up calm, cool, and collected because I've meditated and run the stack, had conversations with my coaches, we all win. If I show up with my boxing coach and I think I know it all, I'm not going to take anything away from that session. So there's an analogy about an empty and a full cup, right? If, you, if I have a full cup filled to the brim with water, a.k.a. I know it all, I can't fill anything else in my cup. I can't take in any, any other wisdom or knowledge from people that have more experience than me because I'm too busy acting like I have it all figured out. And the most dangerous words in the English language are, I already know that. And if we apply this to your family or your team, now you can see where you're screwing this up. Now you can see why people feel disconnected, why you're making assumptions, why you're not communicating at a high level, why you're creating chaos instead of possibilities in your life. Because I've done the same thing. That's why I'm, uh, I'm certified to talk about it. I've earned the right through my own screw-ups. And that's what's crazy is that a lot of times we want to take other people's fuck-ups away from them because we want to save them and at the end of the day them learning that way that their ability to learn through their own mistakes is what's going to cause them to grow inside of jujitsu i'm a purple belt but i've been training for like 12 years yeah i'm on the extended program every time i get my ass kicked i learn 10 times the amount than when i'm dominating someone in business when i get my ass kicked i learn 10 times what i what then then when i win so why do we wish away the mistakes? Because we want to play perfect, and perfect is an Im it's an impossible game. There's no way to win it. And what I want you to look at is if you set your team members up the same way, if you feel like you have to be perfect, what do you think your wife, your kids, your team members are going to feel like they have to be? They're going to, have, they're going to feel like they have to be perfect too. Now nobody is winning because you've set a game, a target that can't be reached. So everyone in the process will feel less than, and you will create resistance rather than momentum. Progress, not perfection, is the name of the game. And communication sits atop the hierarchy of leadership. So this is what I want you guys to do today. Take a look. Where in your life are you not shutting your mouth and listening? What are you missing? What are you not seeing or hearing because you're talking when you should be listening? And what is the commitment inside of this conversation that you're going to apply? Eloquent Savage stands for a well-spoken warrior, right? Eloquent Savage means somebody that will fight for what the fuck they want. But we're not cavemen. We're well-spoken, well-read, educated, experienced, wise, respectful, honorable men. Does it mean we don't screw up? Absolutely not. I screw up every day. But that is the purpose of this movement. That is the purpose of my coaching and consulting. That is the purpose of this podcast. This is why I tell everyone to do martial arts. All of my guys inside my coaching have to do some form of martial arts because it allows you to tap into the spiritual side of yourself and learn how your body works in different situations. Not just going in the gym and getting pumped up, 
staring at yourself in the mirror. No offense if you do that shit, but let's be real. In combat, you would get your ass handed to you on a platter. Because guess what? I've been training martial arts for 12 years. And guess who gets their ass handed to him on a platter every day he goes into the damn gym? Oh yeah, me. Me. And it gives me a nice, hearty slice of humble pie every time I go in. And that's what happened to me this morning when I went through the stack. And I had this revelation of, hey, I need to shut up and listen to the people that I pay. For their expertise and empower them, including my wife. Right, including our relationships. So you can say, oh, i got to listen to the people that I pay. But how about the people that are in your life every day? How about the people that rely on you to show up? How about the people that you take your shit out on all the time just like I do? So at the end of the day, there is value as a grown-ass man in shutting up and listening. Then choosing a direction based on a bunch of different revelations. At the end of the day, you're the one that's going to have to make the decision. You're the king of the castle. You're the head of your business. Nobody's going to make those decisions for you. If you let them, guess what's going to happen? They're going to take your business. It's a slippery slope. That's why they say heavy weighs the crown. It's not easy doing what we do in any capacity. In this day and age, there's a lot of decisions to make every single day. But I can guarantee you one thing. A mastermind of people driving towards the same thing a group of minds is better than you trying to operate alone. You'll move faster alone, but you'll move further as a group. So I want you to ask this, answer this question for me today. Where in your life are you not listening? Where are you not listening? This is not about questions like episode 12. This is where are you not listening? Where do you need to shut up and listen so you can shift and lift inside of your business and relationship? If you felt called to share this message, go ahead and, and Add a friend. Ask a friend to jump on the Eloquent Savage podcast. Get him to subscribe. Share this episode. Hit me up on Facebook. Go to the site. Make sure you're subscribed because there is communication that happens inside of our email newsletter that the average folks just don't get. If you want to be a savage, hey, we have many programs that are opening up for you guys. I'm excited as hell. We have the Eloquent Savage activation phase. We have the Eloquent Savage 90-day challenge. And then the Eloquent Savage Elite, which is my high-end, high-touch, violent accountability mastermind for elite entrepreneurs and businessmen. The other programs are for guys. You can be an employee. You can be, it doesn't matter. The, the, the lower programs are for men. The high-end program is for entrepreneurs. And that's the way it's dialed in. Each one of them provides an elite service. So I hope you guys get excited about this shit. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. Head on over to eloquentsavage.com. Subscribe. And as always, we're sponsored by Weaponized Nutrition. Coming soon to a store and a sweet-ass website. <laughs> Very soon. Have a great day, guys. Be a fucking savage. Talk to you guys soon.